Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In the quiet sanctuary of our hearts, let us gather as we delve into the Word of God. Today, we're drawn to a profound verse from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, which reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. This is a call to a more profound and complete trust in God beyond our comprehension, a trust that forms the bedrock of an unwavering faith. Life, in its beautiful complexity, often leads us down paths strewn with trials and challenges, moments that test our faith, pushing our trust in God's grand design to the edge. Yet the verses in Proverbs remind us not to rely on our understanding. Why? Because our human perspective is confined, while God's wisdom is unbounded, limitless. Isn't that an intriguing thought? How frequently do we find ourselves anchored in our understanding, our wisdom, rather than placing our faith in God's grand plan? In doing so, we unwittingly place our limited knowledge above God's infinite wisdom. Quite a humbling realization, isn't it? Let's dig deeper into these verses. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Notice it doesn't advise us to submit some of your ways or when it suits you. It is a call for a complete surrender, an absolute submission to God's will, regardless of our circumstances. To fortify this point, let's turn our attention to Psalm 37. 5. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. This verse reverberates the sentiment expressed in Proverbs. It's another potent call to deepen our faith and trust in God. So how can we integrate these teachings into our daily lives? How do we trust the Lord with all our heart and not lean on our understanding? The first step is to acknowledge that God's ways are higher than ours. His thoughts transcend ours as stated in Isaiah 55, 9. Let us begin our prayer. Almighty God, we come before you today seeking your wisdom and guidance. We acknowledge our limited understanding and place our trust entirely in your infinite wisdom. As we navigate the intricate maze of life, we ask for your guidance, for the strength to surrender our worries, fears, and doubts to you. 
Lord, we pray for the courage to submit all our ways to you, knowing that you will make our paths straight. We ask for the grace to cultivate gratitude even in the midst of trials, to see your hand in every aspect of our lives. Help us to shift our focus from our problems to your blessings, from our understanding to your wisdom. We pray for a heart that seeks your guidance before making decisions, a heart that acknowledges its limitations and turns to you for direction. Help us to practice surrender, not as a sign of defeat, but as an act of faith, trusting that you will guide us along the right path. Inscribe in us a spirit of gratitude, even in the midst of trials. Let us find your blessings in every situation and trust in your divine plan more deeply as we witness your work in our lives. Help us immerse ourselves in your word, our guide in this journey of life, filled with your promises, your wisdom, and your love. As we strive to deepen our faith, we ask you to illuminate our minds, guiding us to understand your word. We recognize that our understanding is limited, our knowledge finite, yet we take comfort in the fact that your wisdom is infinite, your love unending. Help us to lean not on our own understanding, but to place our trust wholly in you. We pray for the strength to surrender our burdens to you, to lay our worries at your feet. We understand that surrendering does not mean giving up, but it means entrusting our worries, our fears, and our doubts to your divine care. Help us to surrender every aspect of our lives to you, knowing that you are in control, that you have a perfect plan for us. We ask that you nurture in us a heart of gratitude, a heart that can see your blessings even in the midst of trials. Help us shift our focus from what's wrong to what's right, from our struggles to your blessings. May our hearts overflow with gratitude for your unending love and mercy, even in times of adversity. God, we pray that you fill us with the courage to trust in you completely, even when we face storms that make our hearts tremble and our spirits weary. We yearn to understand your plans, yet we recognize that your wisdom far surpasses ours. We commit ourselves to trust in your divine timing your perfect plan, and your unfailing love. In the midst of our trials, God, keep our hearts anchored in gratitude. Let us not be overwhelmed by our struggles, but rather be uplifted by your blessings. Teach us to see the silver linings in our darkest clouds, to recognize your work in every circumstance, and to express our heartfelt thanks for your ceaseless love and mercy. In our journey through life, we ask for your guidance as we traverse the path laid out for us. As we submit our lives to you, we place our complete trust in your promise to make our paths straight. Help us walk boldly on the path of righteousness, strengthened by our deepening faith, fueled by our unwavering trust in you. Lord, we ask for your continued guidance as we strive to live according to your will. Help us to make decisions guided by your wisdom, to act in ways that reflect your love, and to speak words that bring glory to your name. May we be vessels of your grace, radiating your love to those around us. As we strive to strengthen our faith and deepen our trust in you, God, we pray for the grace to surrender completely to your divine plan. Even when we don't understand, even when the path seems treacherous, help us to trust in you, to rest in your promises, and to find peace in your unfailing love. We place our lives in your hands, trusting that you will guide us every step of the way. Lord, as we face the uncertainties and complexities of life, we ask for the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Teach us to embrace the uncertainties with faith, knowing that you are with us, guiding us, protecting us, and working all things out for our good. 
We ask for the grace to see every challenge as an opportunity to grow in faith, to deepen our trust in you. Help us to see through your lens, recognizing that every trial, every struggle is a refining process designed to mold us into the people you want us to be. May we find solace in your promise that you are with us in every season, in every trial, and in every joy, God. We pray that we may always seek your presence in moments of joy and in moments of despair. May we strive to deepen our relationship with you, to spend time in your word, and to communicate with you in prayer. Teach us to be still in your presence, to listen to your voice, and to follow your guidance in every decision we make. Let us not be swayed by the winds of doubt and fear. Let us stand firm in our faith, anchored in your love, grounded in your word. We commit ourselves to trust in you, even when we cannot see the way forward. We believe in your promise that when we trust in you with all our heart and lean not on our understanding, you will make our path straight. As we go about our daily lives, help us to be a reflection of your love and kindness. May our words and actions bring comfort to those in distress, hope to those in despair, and love to those in need. Let us be instruments of your peace in this world, spreading your love wherever we go. We pray for the strength to persevere even when we face obstacles that seem insurmountable. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you, our faith unwavering, our trust unshakable. Let us not be discouraged by the size of the mountains we face, but rather be inspired by the size of our God, who promises to be with us in every trial, guiding us, strengthening us, and leading us towards victory. God, we beseech you for a heart that seeks your will above all else. As we make our way through life, remind us that the path to genuine fulfillment lies not in worldly accolades, but in walking in obedience to your commands. Nudge us towards actions that glorify you and inspire us to choose love over judgment, compassion over indifference, and kindness over disdain. Grant us the wisdom to discern your divine whispers amidst the clamor of the world. Help us to understand that silence is not absence, and your quiet guidance often comes as a soft nudge, a calm reassurance in our hearts. May we cultivate a spirit of stillness, tuning our ears to hear your voice, our hearts to feel your presence, and our spirits to align with your will. Lord, instill within us the strength to persevere in the face of trials, the grace to find hope in the darkest hours, and the faith to believe in the unseen. Even in times of turmoil, let our hearts be steadfast, anchored in the assurance that you are by our side, guiding, protecting, and providing for us according to your divine plan. As we continue to navigate life's journey, we pray for the courage to lay our anxieties at your feet. We acknowledge our limitations and understand that our human understanding can often cloud our perception. Yet we know that you, our God, see the whole picture. You hold the master plan, we surrender our fears, our doubts, and our worries to you, trusting in your infinite wisdom and timing. We want to express our gratitude for your unfailing love and guidance, God. We thank you for being our constant companion, our source of strength, and our guiding light. As we strive to strengthen our faith and trust in you, may we reflect your love and kindness in our words and actions. May we grow in grace, deepen in understanding, and flourish in faith always mindful of your guidance and love in our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 4, 8. These words from the book of Psalms offer us a gentle reminder of God's promise of rest and safety. 
As we delve into this prayer, we aim to explore how this promise can be realized in our lives, bringing us peaceful sleep and sweet dreams. Have you ever found yourself lying awake at night, burdened with the worries of the day? Perhaps you're anxious about your job, your health, your relationships, or the state of the world. It's a common human experience, and it's in these moments that we need to turn to God. Psalm 4, 8 isn't just a comforting verse. It's an invitation to trust in God's care and protection, to surrender our worries and rest in his peace. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 7. This verse reinforces the concept of divine peace that surpasses our understanding. A peace so profound that it guards our hearts and minds, pushing away the anxieties that often plague us, especially in the quiet hours of the night. In today's fast-paced world, getting a good night's sleep can often be a challenge. Stress, anxiety, and the constant barrage of information can make it hard to quiet our minds and rest. But let's remember the story of Jesus calming the storm in the book of Mark. Just as Jesus calmed the wind and the waves, he can also calm the storms in our minds, bringing us the restful sleep we long for. So how can we apply this to our daily lives? Before going to bed, take a moment to quiet your mind. Reflect on the verses we've discussed today and surrender your worries to God. Let his peace wash over you, quieting the storm in your mind and preparing you for a restful sleep. This simple act of faith can make a significant difference in the quality of your sleep and, consequently, in your overall well-being. Let's now bow our heads and offer our hearts to the Lord. Father, we thank you for the gift of this day. As we prepare to sleep, we surrender our worries to you. We pray for your peace, a peace that transcends all understanding, to guard our hearts and minds. We pray for a restful sleep, free from anxiety and fear. Lord, we ask for your protection as we sleep. Keep us safe from the troubles of this world and let your loving presence be a comfort to us. Help us to wake up refreshed and ready to face a new day with courage and faith in your promises. We also pray for those who struggle with sleep, those who are burdened by worry or illness. May they find rest in you and may your healing touch bring them relief and comfort. We know that you are the God of peace the God who calms the storms in our lives. We trust in your promise of rest and safety. As we continue our journey into the night, we remember your promise, Lord, your promise to keep us safe, to give us rest, to watch over us as we sleep. We thank you for this assurance and we place our trust in you. In the quiet of the night, let us feel your presence and let your peace wash over us. We extend our prayers to those among us who may be struggling with restlessness or insomnia those who are weighed down by anxiety, grief, or physical pain. We lift them up to you, Lord. May your healing hand touch them. May your comforting presence ease their discomfort. And may they find solace and rest under your watchful care. We also remember those who labor while we sleep. The night shift workers, the medical staff, the caregivers, and others who work tirelessly through the night. We ask you, Lord, to strengthen them, guide them, and fill them with your peace. As they serve others, may they feel your presence and be assured of your love and care. In these quiet moments, as we prepare to sleep, we reflect on the words of the psalmist. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Psalm 4, 8. This assurance of peace and safety is a gift from you, Lord. 
a gift that we receive with grateful hearts. As we lay down, we imagine your peace like a blanket wrapping around us. It's a peace that not only promises restful sleep, but also revives our spirit, renews our strength, and prepares us for the challenges of a new day. We understand that this peace comes from a deep trust in you, a trust that we aim to cultivate each day. And so, Lord, we invite you into our hearts and minds. We ask that you fill us with your peace, dispel our worries, and bring calm to our restless thoughts. May our sleep be restful, our dreams be sweet, and our waking be refreshing. You are our refuge, our comforter, our peace giver. Father, as we enter the deeper night hours, we pray that our trust in you grows. May we find solace in knowing that you are ever present, even in the silent hours of the night. We lay our fears and anxieties at your feet, confident in your promise of peace and safety. Under your watchful eye, we find rest. As we continue our nightly journey, let us keep these truths close to our hearts. Let us remember that in you, we find peace that surpasses all understanding. In you, we find restful sleep. In you, we find the courage to face each new day. As the night deepens, we rest secure in this knowledge, comforted by your ever-present love and care. In the stillness of this night, we are reminded of the beauty of creation. We think about the moon, the stars, the gentle sounds of nature, all singing a silent hymn of praise to you. These remind us of your infinite power and creativity, the same power that can bring calm to our stormy minds and rest to our weary bodies. Let us take a moment to marvel at these wonders and acknowledge your divine presence in our lives. Yet we also remember that night can bring fear and uncertainty. The darkness can seem overwhelming and the silence can seem deafening. But in these moments, we are comforted by your words, Lord. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. Psalm 139, 12. Your light shines even in the darkest of nights, and your love dispels all fear. As we navigate the uncertainties and challenges that come our way, let your wisdom guide us and your strength uphold us. Let your peace settle within us and your love encompass us. We ask you to transform our worries into prayers, our fears into faith, and our stress into surrender. As we surrender our concerns to you, we find a peace that transcends all understanding, a peace that permeates our being and leads us into a restful sleep. In your infinite wisdom, you have designed the night for rest, for renewal, for quiet reflection. Help us to embrace this gift, to rest not just our bodies, but also our minds and souls. Let every fiber of our being find rest in you, as we release our burdens, our worries, and our plans into your capable hands. Father, as we near the end of this night and the beginning of a new day, let us carry this tranquility into the morning. Let our restful sleep translate into a calm and focused day. Let the peace we've found in you be the cornerstone of our thoughts, our decisions, and our interactions with others. As we continue to immerse ourselves in your divine presence, Father, we find our spirits lifted and our worries fading. Each passing moment of this night brings us closer to your heart, reminding us of your abiding love and faithfulness. You are our shelter in the storm, our refuge in times of trouble. Even in the stillness of the night, we are never alone for you are with us. We ask for your blessing, Lord, not just for this night, but for all the nights to come. May each one be a time of rest and rejuvenation, of peace and tranquility. May we wake each morning with renewed strength and vigor, 
ready to face the day with courage and faith. May our dreams be sweet, our sleep restful, and our nights filled with your comforting presence. And now, as we conclude our time together in prayer, we express our deepest gratitude for your love, your comfort, and the promise of a peaceful night's rest. We are reminded of your words in Psalm 4, 8. In peace I will both lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Tonight and every night we rest in your promise, we dwell in your safety, and we sleep in your peace. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen. In the tapestry of our lives, each thread interwoven is a testament to our journey. Our dreams, our ambitions, our aspirations, they all begin with a vision. The Bible, our guide and anchor in life, speaks of this truth in Proverbs 29:18, which states, where there is no vision, the people perish. The potency of this verse is extraordinary. It reveals that our vision, our mental picture of what could be, is not merely a luxury, but an essential element of life. This concept of a vision or visualization is not an alien concept in our walk of faith. Quite the contrary, it's deeply embedded in it. Visualization enables us to understand his promises, to envision our role in his grand plan, and to direct our hearts towards our heavenly dwelling place. It is through this practice of seeing with our faith that we become privy to God's divine intentions for us, even when our physical eyes can't discern them. Yet the question remains, what does it truly mean to possess a vision? How does this influence our spiritual growth and personal development? Is it merely a technique for setting goals? Or does it carry a deeper, more profound meaning in our journey towards God? Let's embark on a journey of discovery to better understand these questions. To comprehend the essence of vision, we must trace back to the origin, the creation of the universe. The book of Genesis narrates how God himself is the primal visionary. He bore a vision of the world he intended to bring into existence, and through his divine word, he breathed life into this vision. The vision of God was lucid, precise, and imbued with purpose. Each entity he created was crafted with a unique purpose and position in his grand design. God didn't visualize chaos. Instead, he envisaged order, beauty, harmony, and life thriving in communion with him. By the power of his word, he converted his vision into reality. In our walk with God, we too are called to exercise the power of vision. Being children of God, we are encouraged to look beyond our present reality, beyond the disorder and bewilderment, and envision a future that is aligned with His divine will for our lives. However, we must recognize that a vision transcends mere wishful thinking or idle daydreaming. A godly vision is anchored in faith. It involves visualizing God's promises as already fulfilled. It's about acknowledging what God has proclaimed to be ours and trusting His word. Reflect upon Abraham's story for a moment. God assured him that he would become the father of numerous nations, despite him being advanced in age and without a child. Abraham could have assessed his circumstances and dismissed God's promise as an impossibility, but he chose to trust in God's promise, visualizing it as a reality. God honored Abraham's unwavering faith and transformed him into the father of many nations, just as he had promised. This principle of visualization is not unique to Abraham alone. It is a recurring theme in the lives of many biblical figures, Joseph, Moses, David, and even our Savior, Jesus Christ. These individuals were visionaries in their own right. They could perceive what others failed to. They envisioned God's promises as reality and clung onto this vision amidst the most challenging circumstances. 
His word acts as a guiding light in the midst of our darkest hours, a beacon that propels us toward his divine plans. It is a treasure trove, rich with promises and assurances that are ours to claim. As we engrave his word upon our hearts, we begin to witness a shift in our perceptions, a transformation in the way we visualize our circumstances and our future. Just as a painter visualizes a masterpiece before ever touching brush to canvas, we too must learn to visualize God's promises as completed masterpieces in our lives. His promise of peace amidst chaos, strength and weakness, healing and sickness, provision and need, and victory over defeat. We must train our spiritual eyes to see these promises as realities even before they manifest. But remember, this form of visualization is not born of mere positive thinking or wishful dreaming. It is anchored firmly in our faith in God's character and his unchanging word. It is an act of unwavering trust, a demonstration of our absolute confidence in his ability to fulfill what he has promised. Consider for a moment the faith of David. As a young shepherd boy, he stood before the giant Goliath, not with fear, but with bold confidence. He could visualize the victory God had promised him. In the face of the giant, he did not see defeat, but proclaimed victory. He declared, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down. 1 Samuel 17, 46. David's faith-fueled visualization empowered him to achieve the impossible. It can do the same for us. Our giants may not be literal ones, but we all face challenges that loom large in our lives. It could be a struggle with fear, anxiety, self-doubt, or perhaps a personal goal that seems too daunting to achieve. By holding on to God's promises and visualizing them as realities, we too can conquer our giants and step into the victories God has in store for us. Similarly, consider the faith of the Apostle Paul. He faced countless trials, hardships, and persecutions. Yet, he remained steadfast in his faith, continually visualizing the eternal glory awaiting him. Despite his sufferings, he declared, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. 2 Corinthians 4.17 like David and Paul, we too are called to visualize our lives through the lens of faith. It's not about ignoring reality or denying the existence of our struggles. Instead, it's about viewing our circumstances through the perspective of God's word, his promises, and his power. How do we foster this practice of visualization in our daily lives? It begins with a deep and consistent dive into God's word. The scriptures are our primary source of God's promises. As we fill our minds and hearts with his word, we equip ourselves with the material needed to construct our vision. Alongside this, prayer serves as a significant avenue for cultivating our visualization. As we commune with God in prayer, sharing our dreams, our desires, and our fears with him, we begin to align our thoughts with his. Our prayers become avenues for God to impart his vision into our hearts subtly shaping our dreams and desires to reflect his divine will. It's not about aspiring for worldly success, but about visualizing and fulfilling God's unique plan for our lives. It's about nurturing dreams that serve his kingdom and glorify his name. James 4, 3 warns us, When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Therefore, as we develop our vision, let us continually examine our motives ensuring they align with God's will. Visualizing our aspirations in light of God's word is more than a one-time event. It's a daily practice, a habit that we cultivate and refine over time. 
It requires consistency, commitment, and patience. There will be times when doubt threatens to cloud our vision. Yet, during these times, we must cling to God's promises, visualizing his words of assurance even more vividly. The Apostle Paul reminds us in Galatians 6, 9, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. With this in mind, persevere in visualizing the fulfillment of God's promises, even when you can't immediately see the fruits of your faith. Remember that God's timing is perfect and his promises are sure. However, as we apply the power of visualization to our spiritual walk, we should be mindful of its limitations. It is not a magic formula or guaranteed path to quick success. Instead, it is a tool, a means of strengthening our faith and aligning our hearts with God's will. It is the faith behind the visualization that God honors, not the act itself. Hebrews 11, 6 tells us, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. As we integrate the practice of visualization into our daily spiritual routine, let's remember to ground our dreams and aspirations in God's word. The foundation of our vision should be rooted in his promises, not in our self-driven ambitions. It is when we align our vision with his plans for us that we experience the fulfillment of his promises in their fullest form. Furthermore, let's keep in mind that our visualization should go beyond our personal goals and ambitions. As followers of Christ, we are called to contribute to the broader kingdom vision. We should be visualizing the advancement of God's kingdom, praying for the growth of the church, the spread of the gospel, and the salvation of souls. Our visualization should not be limited to our personal lives, but should extend to our role in God's grand design. Lastly, let's never forget to express our gratitude to God as we see our visualizations, grounded in his promises, become realities in our lives. Every fulfilled promise, every victory, every achievement is a testament to God's faithfulness. Let's remember to give him the glory, honor, and praise he deserves. Even as we visualize, let us not lose sight of the giver of these visions. God, in his boundless love and grace, has endowed us with the ability to dream, to envision, and to aspire. Let us use this gift wisely, purposefully, and for his glory. May our visions be a reflection of God's heart, his promises, and his perfect will for us. For when our visions align with his, they possess the power to transform not only our lives, but also the world around us. In closing, let's remember that our ability to visualize is a precious gift from God. It's a tool that can fuel our faith, inspire our actions, and direct our paths towards his promises. But as we visualize, let's keep our eyes firmly fixed on God, the author and finisher of our faith, the giver of every good and perfect gift. For in him and through him, all our godly visualizations find their fulfillment. Thank you, and may God bless you richly as you visualize his promises and step forward in faith. Do you know the power that your words possess? How the language we use can paint our reality, can shape our destiny. Let's dive into this concept as we look at Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. In this verse, King Solomon, the wisest man to ever live, points us to the weight of our words and their consequences. Our words have the power to build up or tear down, to bring life or cause death, not just physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. In the world of psychology and personal development, 
This is often referred to as the practice of affirmations, positive statements that we repeatedly tell ourselves, shaping our mindsets, our attitudes, and our actions. This concept is not alien to the Bible. The scripture is replete with affirmations that God has spoken over us, affirmations of love, of grace, of purpose. The question is, are we aligning our self-talk, our internal dialogue, with these godly affirmations? God has affirmed his love for us in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He affirms our identity as his children in 1 John 3. 1. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God, and so we are. These are powerful affirmations that can transform our self-perception and outlook on life. The practice of godly affirmations is not about manifesting our desires or pursuing self-centered ambitions. It's about echoing God's words in our hearts and minds, training our souls to align with his truth. Now let's come before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, guide us to use our words wisely, to align our speech and thoughts with your word. Help us to incorporate your affirmations in our daily life, shaping our minds to think according to your will and our hearts to feel according to your love. Amen. As we imbibe these affirmations into our lives, it's crucial to remember that our affirmation is not about achieving perfection or eliminating struggles. It's about recognizing our dependency on God, acknowledging our need for His grace, and reaffirming His promises over our lives. Let's consider Paul's experience in 2 Corinthians 12, 9-10. Paul had a thorn in the flesh, an affliction he repeatedly asked God to remove. Yet God's response was, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul's affirmation was not about removing his struggles, but finding strength in God amidst his weakness. That's the power of godly affirmations. When we align our affirmations with God's word, we are not just engaging in positive thinking. We are participating in faith-filled thinking. We are standing on the promises of God, declaring his truth over our lives and expecting his faithfulness. As we speak God's words over our lives, we allow his truth to shape our realities. This principle applies to every aspect of our lives, our personal growth, our relationships, our career, our ministry. When we affirm God's word over these areas, we invite his presence, his guidance, and his blessings into them. The potency of our affirmations is amplified when they are rooted firmly in the word of God. When our spoken affirmations resonate with his word, they carry his authority. They start to act as gentle reminders of his unending love, his abundant grace, and his divine plan for us. It's like a love letter from God that we read to ourselves daily, infusing our lives with his truth and his promises. When we confront challenges in our lives, the affirmations grounded in the scriptures serve as our sword, our shield. We combat the lies, the doubt, the fear with the word of God. We echo the sentiments of the psalmist in Psalm 27. One when he affirms, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Consider the life of Joseph. He was betrayed, sold, falsely accused, and imprisoned. Yet he held on to his God-given dreams, affirming God's plan and presence in his life, despite the circumstances. In the end, God lifted him from the pit to the palace, fulfilling the dreams he had given Joseph. This isn't to say that life will always turn out as we envision, or that every dream will be realized. But 
It's about holding on to God's promises, His faithfulness. Even when our vision is blurred, when the path is uncertain, we affirm that He who started a good work in us will bring it to completion, Philippians 1, 6, that He's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Ephesians 3.20. So let's commit to practicing godly affirmations daily. Let's speak life over ourselves, our families, our communities. Let's counter the lies of the enemy, the whispers of self-doubt with the truth of God's word. Let's affirm our identity in Christ, our purpose in his kingdom, and our future in his hands. We can start by simply declaring, I am a child of God. I am loved by the Father. I am saved by the Son. I am guided by the Spirit. I am purposed for his glory. As we repeat these godly affirmations, may they sink deep into our hearts, transforming our thoughts, our attitudes, our actions. In doing so, we harness the power of our words, aligning our minds and hearts with God's will. We begin to see ourselves as God sees us, not defined by our flaws or failures, but by his love and grace. We affirm that our lives have purpose, that we have value, that we are loved beyond measure. Envision, if you will, our life as a magnificent painting, each brushstroke, a testament to our experiences, our hopes, our fears. But we hold the power to shape this grand masterpiece. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It is through the practice of positive affirmations that we wield this transformative power, shaping our thoughts our perspective, and ultimately, our reality. Reflect on the profound wisdom encapsulated in Romans 12. 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What a potent call to introspection and self-betterment. It is in this vein that we understand the power of affirmations. It is about renewing our mind, transforming it from the inside out, aligning it with the will and the word of our Creator. As we delve deeper into the heart of the matter, consider the metaphor of the potter at the wheel. Meticulously and patiently, he shapes the clay, bestowing it with a form, a purpose. This mirrors our relationship with God. He is the divine potter and we are the clay. As we affirm his truths, we become more pliable in his hands, more willing to be shaped according to his purpose. Imagine the transformative power of starting each day with the conviction of Psalm 139, 14, proclaiming, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Letting these words sink into your spirit, permeate your mind, and shape your self-perception. No longer are you dictated by the fleeting standards of this world, but by the timeless truths of your Creator. 
This, dear ones, is the power of positive affirmations. It's crucial to understand that affirmations are not just positive thinking. They are more than just optimistic words. They are declarations of truth that resonate with the very core of our being, aligning our thoughts with God's promises. These affirmations fortify our faith, shaping our mindset, our beliefs, and consequently, our reality. With each affirmation, we are planting seeds in the fertile soil of our minds, seeds that will grow and flourish, bearing the fruits of peace, resilience, and self-confidence. A daily affirmation such as, I am a child of God, an heir to his kingdom, asserts our identity and worth, which is intrinsic and independent of any worldly measure. As we consistently nourish our minds with these affirmations, we cultivate a mindset of positivity rooted in divine truth. It becomes a sanctuary, shielding us from the arrows of negativity, self-doubt, and fear that often barrage us in this world. Over time, these affirmations become a part of our spiritual armor, protecting and empowering us. As we come towards the end of this exploration, remember the transformative power encapsulated within the practice of affirmations. We have the capacity to shape our realities and mold our destinies. It's a matter of embracing God's truth and imbuing it into our daily affirmations. In light of this understanding, I urge you to practice this regularly, to wake up each morning and with the rising sun, let your words rise in affirmation of God's promises. Let your days be filled with the energy of positivity, the courage of faith, and the strength of conviction. Consider this when you affirm, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're not merely painting an abstract picture of positivity. Instead, you're drawing upon the inexhaustible well of strength that God offers, reinforcing your faith, and setting the stage for remarkable achievements. God's affirmations, His words, act as our fortress, offering solace and protection in times of strife and turbulence. Embed these affirmations into your life and they will become the pillars that support you, a sturdy foundation that remains unshaken by the storms of life. As we navigate through this journey, let's not forget the power of God's affirmations. They're like radiant beams of light, breaking through the clouds of doubt and worry, guiding us through the darkest nights and leading us towards a dawn filled with hope, peace, and boundless potential. In conclusion, continue to speak life, speak God's truth, speak his promises over your life, and you will undoubtedly witness the beautiful transformation that follows. Remember that you are more than your past, more than your failures, more than your fears, because you are, above all, a beloved child of God. As we part ways today, let the wisdom of God guide you, let his love comfort you, and let his words empower you. You are who God says you are, no more, no less. Allow this ultimate affirmation to become your guiding principle and watch as you blossom into the person God always intended you to be. It's been wonderful sharing this prayer with you today. If it has uplifted your spirits, please subscribe for a new morning prayer every day to help you commence your day with a sense of tranquility. May your day be overflowing with blessings. Picture a battle, a fierce and relentless fight. Now imagine being in the midst of that battle, armed, ready, but your heart pounding, your knees weak. Fear creeps in, uncertainty tries to take hold, Yet in the midst of that battle, there is one thing that allows you to keep fighting, one thing that propels you forward, courage. The Apostle Paul in his letter to the Corinthians describes such a battle, 
a spiritual one. He says in 1 Corinthians 16, 13, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Paul's words to the Corinthians were not merely casual advice. They were a call to action, a rallying cry for believers to face their spiritual battles with courage and strength. But what does it mean to be courageous? How do we develop courage and how do we use it to face our fears? Courage is not simply about bravado or fearlessness. It is about facing our fears and confronting our challenges, not because we are unafraid, but because we know that God is with us. This understanding of courage is encapsulated in Joshua 1.9, where God tells Joshua, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let's take a moment now to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today, humbly asking for your guidance and strength as we strive to develop courage in our lives. Help us to remember your promise in Joshua 1, 9, that you are always with us and that we need not be afraid. Strengthen us, Lord, and fill us with your courage, that we may face our fears and challenges with faith and confidence in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Facing our fears requires not just courage, but also faith. It requires trusting God even when we cannot see the way forward, even when our fears seem bigger than our faith. Think about David, a young shepherd boy who faced the towering Goliath. It was his faith in God, his trust that God was with him, that gave him the courage to face Goliath. Yet we know that developing such courage is easier said than done. It's not an overnight process, but a journey that requires constant effort and reliance on God's grace. In 2 Timothy 1, 7, we are reminded that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It's this spirit, this divine endowment, that enables us to rise above our fears, to confront our challenges, and to walk boldly in the path God has laid out for us. So how do we cultivate this spirit of courage? Firstly, we must immerse ourselves in God's word, letting it shape our thoughts and attitudes. Psalm 119. 105 tells us, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word illuminates our path, guiding us in the way we should go, and giving us the courage to press forward, even when the path ahead seems uncertain. Secondly, we must foster a deep and abiding relationship with our Heavenly Father through prayer. Prayer is not merely a religious ritual or a duty, it's a lifeline, a conversation with the one who holds all power, wisdom, and love. It's in those moments of sincere communion with God that we are strengthened, that we gain a clearer perspective, that we find courage to face our fears. Philippians 4, 6, 7 beautifully illustrates this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. These words serve as a gentle reminder, a beacon of hope, urging us to surrender our anxieties, our fears, our insecurities to God to cast them upon him, for he cares for us. 1 Peter 5, 7. Can you imagine the strength, the courage that comes from such an act of surrender? It's not a sign of weakness, but rather a testament of faith, a demonstration of trust in God's unfailing love and infinite power. Thirdly, we must seek to cultivate courage through the fellowship of other believers. Proverbs 27, 17 states, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. 
This verse speaks volumes about the power of community in shaping our character, in bolstering our resolve, in helping us grow in courage. When we surround ourselves with individuals who exemplify godly courage, we are encouraged, we are inspired to rise above our fears and to confront our challenges with steadfast faith. Remember that developing courage is a journey filled with trials, triumphs, and lessons. It is not an overnight transformation, nor is it a linear path. Rather, it is a winding road with peaks of confidence and valleys of doubt. But each step, no matter how small or faltering, brings us closer to embodying the courage that God wants us to have. We need patience with ourselves during this process, understanding that just as a seed needs time and the right conditions to grow into a mighty tree, we too need time and the right spiritual nourishment to grow in courage. It's important to extend this patience and understanding, not just to ourselves, but to others around us. We are all on a journey, each of us facing our unique battles, each of us learning to build courage in our own way. As we navigate our own path, let us also support others on theirs, offering words of encouragement, lending a listening ear, or simply being there to share in their struggles and victories, this shared journey, this sense of community can bolster our courage, reminding us that we are not alone. Above all, we need to remember that this journey of developing courage is not one we undertake in our own strength. We are not expected to muster courage from within ourselves. Instead, we are called to lean on God's strength, to tap into the courage that he offers. Ephesians 6:10 echoes this call. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. It's his strength that fuels our courage, his power that emboldens us to face our fears. As we continue to navigate this journey of building courage, let us also remember to celebrate our progress, however small it may seem. Each act of courage, each moment of choosing faith over fear, is a victory worth celebrating. These victories serve as reminders of God's faithfulness, of his power at work within us, they inspire us to press on, to continue building courage, and to face our fears with renewed confidence. In this journey of developing courage, there will be moments of uncertainty, moments when our fears seem to loom large. During such times, let us turn to God's word for reassurance. The psalmist in Psalm 56, 3, 4 says, When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? This verse encourages us to trust in God, to put our faith in Him when fear threatens to overwhelm us. Let us also remember that our ultimate goal in building courage is not to become fearless, but to learn to trust God more, to lean on His strength, to rest in His promises. Courage, after all, is not the absence of fear, but the decision to move forward in spite of it. It's about stepping out in faith, knowing that God is with us, that He goes before us and stands beside us, as Deuteronomy 31, 8 reassures us, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. In our quest for courage, let us not lose sight of the ultimate source of our strength, God. We don't have to muster courage from within ourselves. Instead, we draw it from our relationship with him. God is our rock and our fortress, our ever-present help in times of trouble. He equips us with the courage we need to face our fears, to confront our challenges, to step out of our comfort zones. He reassures us with his promises, like the one found in Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, 
for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. As we conclude, remember that courage isn't about never feeling fear. It's about feeling the fear and choosing to move forward anyway, leaning on God's strength, trusting in his promises, and resting in his love. It's a journey, one that we don't undertake alone. God is with us every step of the way, guiding us, supporting us, and equipping us with the courage we need. So let us continue to seek him, to trust him, to lean on him as we face our fears and build courage. May your journey be filled with the courage that comes from God alone. May you face each day with confidence, knowing that God is with you, that his strength is your source of courage. May you continue to grow in faith and courage, ever drawing closer to God. Be strong and courageous, and may God's peace and blessings be upon you. In the vast expanse of our daily existence, with its trials, its tribulations, its joys, and its victories, we often find ourselves confronted with an essential question. What guides us through? The answer we find in the sacred scriptures is simple yet profound, love. Today, we delve into the powerful words of Apostle Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians, where he paints a divine portrait of love. He writes, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8. In this passage, we see a blueprint, a guide, a philosophy of living that we are called to adhere to, not just as an ideal, but as a practical application in our everyday lives. But how do we manifest such a love? How do we cultivate a love that is patient, kind, devoid of envy, that doesn't boast, is not inflated with pride, and always perseveres even in the face of adversity. The love that Paul speaks of here is not merely an emotion or a feeling, but an active living force. It's an action, a decision, a way of being. This love is reflected in how we treat others, in how we respond to life's challenges, and in the choices we make every day. It's a love that goes beyond words, a love that acts, a love that serves, a love that forgives. Do we display patience in times of stress? Do we show kindness to those who have shown us none? Do we resist the urge to boast and instead take joy in the accomplishments of others? Do we act with humility, recognizing our shared humanity and understanding that we are all equal in the eyes of God? In the Gospel of John, we find Jesus laying down a new commandment. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. John 13, 34. This isn't a call to mere sentimentality or affection. It's a call to action. It's a call to demonstrate a real tangible love for our fellow human beings. A love that mirrors the sacrificial love Christ has for us. We should then ask ourselves, are we living in a way that reflects this commandment? Are we expressing this kind of love in our everyday interactions? Are we extending this love to everyone we meet, be they family, friends, strangers, or even those who might have wronged us? As we ponder these questions, let's transition into a moment of prayer. Let's seek the guidance and strength of our Heavenly Father to practice this love in our lives. Dear God, 
We approach your throne of grace with open hearts, seeking your wisdom and power. You are the wellspring of love, and from you we learn to love. We ask that you infuse us with the love described in Corinthians. Guide us to be patient, not just when it's easy, but when it's challenging. Nurture in us the seeds of kindness, not only towards those who are kind to us, but also towards those who may not reciprocate. Help us to extinguish any flames of envy or pride, and instead lead us to celebrate the successes and joys of others. Teach us, Lord, to live with a spirit of humility, acknowledging our shared humanity and understanding that all of us are equal in your eyes. Instill in us a genuine care and compassion that translates into selfless acts, demonstrating the love you have for us. Help us, Lord, to reflect your love in our actions, our words, and our thoughts. Empower us to demonstrate acts of kindness and understanding. Grant us the courage to forgive those who have wronged us and the wisdom to seek forgiveness when we have wronged others. As we navigate our daily lives, let your love be the compass that guides our actions, the light that illuminates our path, and the force that fuels our resilience. Help us to love not just with our words, but in truth and in action, so we may serve as vessels of your peace in this world. As we reflect on these divine truths, let's express our gratitude to you, Lord, for the gift of your love. This love, so beautifully described by Paul, is patient, kind, never envious, and never boastful. It's a love that carries a quiet strength, a humility, and an enduring resilience. It's a love that does not give up, a love that remains constant, a love that never fails. We are in awe of this divine love, Lord. We are humbled by its depth, its breadth, its unchanging nature. And as we strive to love others as you have loved us, we pray that we may draw nearer to you. As we seek to reflect this divine love in our daily interactions, may our faith deepen and our understanding of your ways broaden. Through your guidance, Lord, may we embody love in its truest form. Teach us to love without judgment, to love without condition, to love without reservation. May we become vessels of your love in this world, spreading compassion and understanding wherever we go. We present these petitions in your precious name, trusting in your boundless goodness and your unfailing mercy. You, who are the embodiment of love, we trust in you, and we know that your love for us is unending and unwavering, whether it's in our homes, in our workplaces, in our communities, or in the quiet corners of our hearts. Let the power and peace of God's love accompany us. Let it be the lens through which we view the world, the force that inspires our actions, and the balm that soothes our souls. Remember, love is not a fleeting emotion, but a resolute decision, an enduring commitment. It's a commitment to treat others with kindness, with respect, with understanding. It's a commitment to forgive, to heal, and to build bridges of understanding. As we depart from this moment of prayer and introspection, let's not simply leave behind these words, but rather let us carry them with us, deep within our hearts. This message of love this divine commandment to love one another as God has loved us. Let it not be confined to this moment, but let it be a living truth that pervades our every waking moment. Let's commit to embodying this love in our actions, whether it be a kind word to a stranger, a patient ear to a friend, or a forgiving heart towards those who have wronged us. Let every action we take be a reflection of this divine love. Furthermore, let this love radiate from us, just as a lamp radiates light, illuminating the space around it, 
Let our demeanor, our words, our actions, our silent thoughts radiate the love that God has so generously poured into our hearts. And finally, let us share this love with all those we encounter. Whether it be our family, our friends, or the strangers we pass by on the street, let us make it our mission to spread love. For in sharing love, we not only enrich our own lives, but we also bring a little more light, a little more warmth, into the lives of those around us. There's a weight that can press on our hearts, a burden that we might carry, not on our shoulders, but within our souls. It is a weight that can be unrelenting, that seeps into our days and nights, clouding our minds with shadows. It is the weight of unhealed wounds, the burden of unforgiven transgressions. Our guide in this journey of healing and forgiveness is found in the words of Ephesians 4.32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. This verse from Ephesians isn't merely a suggestion. It's a commandment, one that asks us to reflect the profound love and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. This commandment challenges us as it asks for kindness and compassion even in the face of those who may have wronged us. It requires that we offer forgiveness just as we have been forgiven. But how do we go about this journey of forgiveness? And what about healing, especially from deep wounds that seem to resist every attempt at closure? To forgive and to heal is a journey. It's not an act, but a process that involves patience, understanding, and most importantly, a reliance on God. It's easy to hold on to the pain, to nurture the grudges, and to replay the hurtful moments over and over in our minds. But where does that lead us? Is it not into deeper pits of anger, sadness, and isolation? The Bible provides us with another way, a path that leads to freedom, peace, and spiritual growth. In Colossians 3.13, we are reminded, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. This divine directive shows us the standard for forgiveness. God, in his infinite mercy, has forgiven us time and time again. Our transgressions, regardless of their severity, are washed away by the grace of God through Jesus Christ. Take a moment to reflect on the last time you found it hard to forgive. Perhaps it was a betrayal by a friend, harsh words from a loved one, or an act of disrespect from a colleague. What emotions did you feel? How did it affect your mental state and the way you interacted with others? By exploring these questions, we can gain insight into the power that unforgiveness can hold over us. It can cloud our judgment, fill our hearts with bitterness, and stifle our spiritual growth. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask for your divine guidance as we embark on this journey of forgiveness and healing. Teach us to let go of the pain and the hurt, to replace resentment with love, and to mirror your divine forgiveness in our everyday lives. We pray for strength and wisdom to walk this path with grace and humility. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. To truly forgive, we must first understand the nature of forgiveness. It isn't about condoning the wrong that was done to us or forgetting it ever happened. It's about releasing the grip that this past hurt has on us, freeing our hearts from the chains of bitterness, anger, and resentment. Take Joseph, for instance. His life in the scriptures paints a compelling portrait of forgiveness. Betrayed and sold into slavery by his own brothers, he found himself in a foreign land, far from the comforts of home. But instead of allowing this betrayal to embitter him, Joseph chose a different path, 
Years later, when famine struck the land of his brothers, it was Joseph, now a powerful man in Egypt, who held their fates in his hands. With the power to exact revenge, Joseph instead chose forgiveness. He did not ignore the hurt his brothers had caused him, but he also didn't let it define him or dictate his actions. Joseph's story teaches us that forgiveness is a choice. It's a decision to release the burden of past hurts, to unclench the fist of resentment and let go of the desire for retaliation. It is about choosing love, understanding, and compassion over bitterness and anger. But forgiveness is not the end of the journey. It's the beginning of healing. Healing from past hurts does not happen overnight, and it's not a linear process. There will be good days and bad days. Moments when the pain seems to have faded, and others when it returns with a vengeance. And that's okay. It's all part of the healing process. So as we journey towards healing, remember to be patient with yourself. Give yourself the grace to heal at your own pace. Reach out to God in prayer, for He is the ultimate healer. He mends broken hearts, He soothes wounded souls, and He offers peace that surpasses all understanding. In this journey of forgiveness and healing, you are not alone, for God is with you, guiding you, comforting you every step of the way. Embrace His love, seek His wisdom, and let His peace fill your heart today and every day. In your trials and tribulations, in your victories and joys. May you always remember the comforting truth. God is with you every step of the way. In this vast universe, in the grand design of life, nothing is insignificant. Every event, every experience holds a purpose. Joseph's trials were part of God's plan to place him in a position of authority in Egypt, where he could save many lives. While we may not understand the whys and hows in our moments of pain, we can rest assured that God is always working behind the scenes. In the light of this divine truth, your experience, your pain, your journey of forgiveness and healing are part of a larger story. It's a story that God is weaving together, thread by thread, moment by moment, for His glory and your good. So when the process seems too hard, when the hurt seems too deep, remember Joseph and remember the promise of Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. As Psalm 46, one assures us, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Amid your journey, remember that God is your refuge. He is your strength. When the path to forgiveness seems too rocky, when the journey of healing seems too long, He is there. His love is steadfast. His mercy endures forever. Indeed, the journey to forgiveness and healing is challenging. It requires courage, patience, and faith. It may bring up painful memories trigger difficult emotions. But as you walk this path, remember that you are not alone. God is with you and he will provide the strength you need to forgive, to heal, to move forward. In the fabric of life, every thread counts. Every sorrow, every joy, every moment of forgiveness and healing is a vital part of the divine tapestry God is weaving. Your experiences, your pain, your trials, your victories, they're all integral to this great design. So whenever you find yourself questioning the pain, the struggle, the process, remember that the Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. Psalm 103, 6. Such understanding requires faith, a faith that knows that even in moments of despair, God's promises remain true, a faith that understands that God, in his infinite wisdom, is crafting a masterpiece. And just as an artist doesn't rush his work, God is patient, perfecting us in his time and his way. 
In times of tribulation, when the weight of unforgiveness is heavy on your shoulders, find solace in the arms of the Lord. Our God is a sanctuary, a haven of rest for the weary, a fortress for the broken. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Psalm 34, 18. Walking this path of forgiveness and healing is not a task for the faint of heart. It will take strength, endurance, and unshakable faith. But with each step on this journey, be assured that you do not walk alone. God walks beside you, his love as constant as the rising sun, his mercy as endless as the ocean. As you immerse yourself in the sacred dialogue of prayer, listen to his still, small voice. Hear his promises of comfort and peace. Allow his divine wisdom to guide your path, to soothe your wounds, and to bring wholeness where there was once brokenness. For with him, all things are possible. With him, forgiveness and healing are within your reach. And so let us not lose heart. Let us not grow weary in doing good. Let us continue to walk the path of forgiveness, the path of healing, the path that leads us closer to our Lord. Our God is faithful, and he will not let us be tested beyond our strength. In his perfect timing, he will turn our tears into laughter, our pain into joy. In his time, all things will be made new. And remember, forgiveness is not about forgetting or condoning the hurtful actions of others. It is about freeing ourselves from the chains of resentment that hold us captive. It is about understanding and applying the profound truth in Ephesians 4.32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. With forgiveness comes healing. With healing comes a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace that only God can give. As we conclude, let's remember that life is a beautiful journey of growth, discovery, and deep spiritual transformation. And on this journey, God is our companion, our guide, our source of strength and courage. So continue to trust in him, seek his face, and rest in his unwavering love. Embrace the healing power of forgiveness and allow God's infinite grace to restore, renew, and rejuvenate you. May God bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Thank you for being a part of our daily sermons. If this prayer has touched your soul, don't hesitate to subscribe for daily morning prayers that will help you begin your day with a peaceful mindset. Wishing you all a divinely blessed day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.